Wolfing down food science. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of Wolfing Down Food Science. It's the Grateful episode. How's it going, Paige? Good, Keith. I'm glad we could be grateful together and with our newest addition, Eliza. Eliza! <laughs> Hello, we're, we're grateful for you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm grateful for both of you, too. Thank you for having me. So good to have you here. Today, our plan is very simple. We just want to express our gratitude to all of the wonderful folks that support us throughout the entire year. So let's get uh, let's get started. So first on the list, of course, friends <laughs> and family. Thank you so much. Uh, looking very much forward to Thanksgiving and spending more time with friends and family. So that is, uh, I think, just just a given. So friends and family for sure. Yeah, I think those were our fir very first listeners. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you, friends and family. Yeah, I know my whole family is listening now. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. Anything else about friends and family? I just think that it's so important to have that community and support. Yeah. I know for me, like when I get to send out that text, like the, ne the next episode's up, like you should listen to it. And then my grandpa is like texting me about when I interviewed and was like telling me I did a good job. It was very heartwarming. Very cool. Fantastic. Well, Eliza, what's next? Lab members. We're very grateful for our yes. lab members. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Eliza, we're so glad that you joined us when you were in high school. Mm -hmm. That was awesome. <laughs> so yeah. it's great to have you. Uh, it's great to have you in the lab. I know being in a lab formerly having all those lab members was really important. We all were like a little, a little family there and talked mm -hmm. about ourselves that way. Um, now I don't have a lab, but I have a suite of other office mates. So I'm grateful for them as well. They keep me on the right track and we get to laugh together, which is really, really important at work. <laughs> That's fantastic. Very cool. Especially in your lab, Dr. Harris, the coffee lab, everyone's just very, they're very good at communicating and like helping one another. Like I never feel like I'm asking a stupid question or something like that. And I really appreciate that. And I think it makes for a really good lab environment. Well, thank you for saying that. I, I have to give a shout out to my former advisor, uh, Steve Schwartz from Ohio state. He is really the one that impressed on me the, the importance of working really hard to find good teammates. Mm -hmm. because once you have good good teammates in a lab, then things work really smoothly. If you have a bunch of superstars that don't work together, it doesn't work so well. Uh, but I think that is a lesson that was uh, really uh, important. And so I, I'm very grateful for how the lab uh, members get along, how they support one another, and of course, as Paige was mentioning, I think she was also part of a lab that was very much like that. In fact, they um, they had Thanksgiving dinners together, right, Paige? 
Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> one of my former co-workers texted me the other day and she says, I miss lab Thanksgivings. And we would have very interesting ones because everybody would bring something. And so we had a list of traditional things. And then we also had a lot of international folks. And so we'd have like shrimp fried rice at our Thanksgiving. And one year we had um, uh, like French toast with scrambled eggs all doused in maple syrup. That was that sounds awesome. Yeah, <laughs> <So> <laughs> good. we had interesting non-traditional Thanksgiving things right along with the tradition. So it was always fun. Very cool. What's next on our list? I think current students. Right on. Current yeah, students. Yeah, I'm very grateful for current students like Eliza. Eliza, you fit, you fit a lot of these categories. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but all the students in my classes, I am very grateful for them and their presence. And I always learn from my students um, what, it, you know, in class, I learn new information. Um, and out, you know, outside of class, I learn hacks for technology. And oftentimes in class, they'll help me with technology because it never fails in classes where it fails. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. I, oftentimes I need IT help. So, um, but they also make me laugh and, and make me want to be at work doing what I do because it's, it's just so rewarding when someone gets it. It's so exciting to see someone else excited about learning food science. It's super cool to be able to wake up on a class day, and as soon as my eyes are like open, I'm like, "It's time for it's time for class. It's we're gonna have class today," and it's like a <laughs> joyful thing, um, mm-hmm. just to have that opportunity to to interact with these bright minds and future leaders. It's uh, it's just a real privilege, I think, to be able to to have that that opportunity. So, sure, absolutely great to work with current students and. Really happy to see the leadership in our food science club. That is awesome. Yeah, it, we we've got a great group of students that are that are coming through both graduate and undergraduate. Yeah, I think as a current student, most of these people are also in the family and friends category for me because I've gotten so close with them, and they make going to class a hundred a hundred more times like fun. Like food science is my favorite class to go to. I love it every morning. I'm so excited. (laughs) That makes me happy. (laughs) (laughs) You know what made me really happy, Paige? What's that, Keith? That you had leftovers of those biscuits that you served (laughs) those students this morning because it they were just amazing and buttery and delicious and wow. The Good only science. low calorie treats served. <laughs> <laughs> Those are not low calorie calorie biscuits. Uh, that's that's very yeah. kind of you. It was <laughs> I enjoy baking and I finally have a little bit of space in my schedule for it again. So I was very excited to have someone to bake for. Well, I think next on our list is uh, is former students. <laughs> so this past week uh, it has been wonderful because. I had the chance to interact with students who graduated, uh, some of them even 10 years ago, and uh, and some of them are now working for companies. Of course, we've we've interviewed uh, uh, one of them, James Chapa. He was on a former podcast, and so mm-hmm. we've interviewed some of those uh, students. But just to be able to uh, just be able to talk with them, and the fact that they actually want to 
uh, go out to lunch and talk with you, you know, after uh, after that amount of time and share their their lives uh, is is kind of an amazing thing. It, uh, you know, on Friday, I have to say, going to uh, going to have coffee with uh, former student Chad um, kind of choked me up a little bit because he's like, dude, you changed my life. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, to hear that uh, from a from a student is just amazing. I think this mm-hmm. is just this is the best job in the entire world <laughs> for that reason. I agree. Lifelong, lifelong colleagues for sure, and oftentimes friends as well. So definitely mm-hmm. part of it. And colleagues and friends that brings us right back around to our fellow faculty and staff members. Um, I think. You know, like like you said, that those that you work with can make or break your day mm-hmm. and um, very often. And so having people that you can laugh with and cut up with while still getting your your work done, getting it done and getting it done well. And they pay a part in that, too, is just so incredibly valuable, that camaraderie as well as um, the collaboration in uh, getting to the same goal is really real important. Well, and I think the the fact that we have both wonderful uh, faculty and staff that uh, we've known for for years, um, and then we have some brand new faculty that are just coming in and getting started. Uh, I think it's just amazing. Um, last week, of course, was our November Fest, so we had a we had a celebration just to commemorate all the things that have happened over the uh, over the past year. So uh, Dr. Sandeep, our department head, just sort of gave a summary. And then, like food scientists tend to do, we ate. Uh, we had some dinner. It was wonderful. And we hung out and talked with one another. I think we were there for the better part of uh, two and a half hours just hanging out and mm-hmm. talking. It was absolutely wonderful. Yeah, and not only faculty and staff, but students as well join in. So and that's one thing I really love about our department is, is it's one for all, so to speak. Everybody is welcome and everybody is appreciated. So, yeah, I actually got the email today about the gingerbread making contest, which are I'm you making? making? I don't know because you should because yes, I'm making. I'm on a team. You have to be on a team. Well, yeah, that's what this was reminding me of because it's literally like the faculty versus the students, and it's such a good way to get everybody to have a good competition with each other and just have fun. And I remember last year I was interning in the lab when this competition went on, and I learned all about the golden pig board, <laughs> and it's just. I love to be a part of it now and be able to actually be on a team instead of just like hearing about it. It's really cool. That's awesome. Keith, yes. are you making a house? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just thinking about how last year that uh, that Clint and Stephanie, uh, Clint, one of our uh, faculty members, and Stephanie, a postdoc that, that works in his lab, they actually made a processing line. Like, they were like, oh my gosh, that's so nerdy. I love it. Bread, <laughs> I love so I can't get that out of my mind. I'm like, oh, how do I top that? I mean, <laughs> I'll try to build a house, but, you know, I don't know if I can top a gingerbread, you know, gingerbread processing. I know you're going to you're going to build a coffee roaster. Just I mean, you might as well put it out there. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, gingerbread coffee roaster. I like it. Okay. If, if only we could make it functional, that would be. <laughs> It's a special aroma this coffee has. <laughs> right? No, that's, that's burning gingerbread. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I love, love it. We're just a little nerdy. It's just a teeny, mm-hmm. teeny bit. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, and, and Eliza, you mentioned this competition. So, um, so we have the, uh, we have the, the, the golden pig competition. I don't know how it really got started, but. <laughs> Um, but the the competition between the students and the the uh, s- staff and faculty, just trying to win different types of uh, different types of activities. Of course, there's got to be something food related, uh, gingerbread mm-hmm. house and those kind of things. But uh, sometimes, you know, we do Pictionary and things like that. And uh, I think I think the the faculty and staff kind of crashed and burned on that one relative <laughs> to students. Um, <laughs> I think we did, we, it started with like a chopped competition cooking kind of thing where you had like a random set of ingredients and you had to make something out of it. And I believe the last time we did that, the students kicked our butt for sure on that one. (laughs) So you guys are really good. Tough competition. Yeah. Well, I have to say that the, the first time I was involved with it, I had just gotten here and, um, and the, the, the faculty, uh, the, faculty and staff team were like, what should we make? And so, of course, the first thing that came to my mind was, well, we should make some amazing Mexican food. And so uh, at the time, my wife was in Mexico City. And so I called her up and got the recipe for uh, uh, red, white and green rice mm. and uh, and cochinita pibil, which is a shredded pork with an amazing salsa that goes with it. And so during the competition, I'm here, I'm, I'm talking with her on the cell phone, getting advice um, on how to prepare all this. And we won. <laughs> <laughs> I have no doubt. With Claudia's recipe? Yes. Yeah. I don't doubt it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, good job on execution of the recipe keys. <laughs> yes. I just did what, did what I was told and it worked out pretty well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think the last thing we have on our list um, for for specifics is all of the folks that have taken time and have shared their views and their experiences with us. So all of the people yeah. that we have interviewed in the history of Wolfing Down Food Science, that this is season six, so um, we would not be here without those folks being generous with their time and sharing with yeah. us. So. Definitely a big thank you for them. Yeah, it, it's been amazing just to get that expertise and uh, just to be able to point to an episode and say, oh, you're interested in a career in quality. You need to listen. Uh, you need to listen to a Mena's podcast because that's it's absolutely amazing. Or, oh, you're interested in being a food engineer. Well, listen to Deep Tea's podcast because you'll find out what a day in the life of a food engineer happens to be. And so we're so thankful for these experts in their particular fields, just sharing their time and and energy with us. And um, we mentioned James earlier in his work. Uh, he's he's doing a lot of plant-based proteins. So just such cool, exciting stuff that's going on. And we're so thankful that these um, experts in the in the field have taken the time to 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 
give us a little bit of their expertise so we can point students in the right direction. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even like Mitchell's podcast, because he's a student going into like somewhere to work now. And from my perspective, I could see myself doing something similar to what he's doing. So it's cool to see like the other side of the four years of college, like what that kind of like leads you to. He can represent that well. And the his podcast was very interesting for me and kind of like eye opening. It's kind of amazing when you see someone that has done something, all of a sudden it breaks down that barrier like, you know, you don't have to ask, can I do this? You're like, well, absolutely. Look, somebody yeah, else did exactly. it and it's super cool. So let me try it. So I think well, that's a wonderful motivation. And it might give you a different direction to go in or compound a couple of ideas together and you have an entirely new thing. So um, I think hearing from all of this diverse population that food science offers is is it's very unique to have it all in one place and be able to hear from very early on in careers to at the end, near the end of career, while someone has had lots of different experiences and now is leading a department or um, a, even a business. So yeah, very full circle. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and now it's time for random stuff we're grateful for. So I have to say, it is the season for Howling Cow Eggnog, and I am mm -hmm. totally grateful that <laughs> it is produced in our building. Howling Cow Eggnog is something I am very much grateful for. <laughs> Definitely. Tis the season for eggnog. <laughs> but wait, it gets better. Howling Cow Eggnog with coffee, because... To oh, that's me? the best. That's really the best use, I feel like, of howling cow oh, eggs. Oh, for sure. Works so well as a creamer. Oh, my uh -huh. goodness. It's so good. Christmas in a cup, for sure. Coffee. Oh, that's great. There we go. We have science you can eat. Now we have Christmas in a cup. Great. <laughs> <laughs> if we combine that with a good book by the fire, I think we have the ultimate We're never going to see you again. That's right. <laughs> I'm just going to be here. <laughs> drinking, drinking my coffee with eggnog, reading a good book, and I'll see you next year. That's right. <laughs> found a happy place. <laughs> now, if we combine that, Helen Cow eggnog with coffee and a good book and a dog. <gasps> and a dog, yes. And a dog, yes. <laughs> your favorite furry friend. <laughs> yes. Eliza, now you were talking about your dog. Yes, I am. I get to see them again today, and I haven't seen them in forever. And oh my goodness, I can I can't contain my excitement. Like I'm so ready to get home and just like grab them and just <laughs> hug them. <laughs> okay, dogs plural then. More than one dog. Oh yeah, multiple uh, yeah. dogs. I have three, and <gasps> okay. all three of them I'm gonna grab at the same time. It's just gonna be a dog pile, like a literal dog pile. <laughs> How big are your dogs? Um, they're actually all pretty small. They're um, my biggest dog is a mini Australian Shepherd, Aww. so she's like 40, 50 ish. And mm -hmm. then I have, and then we have two mutts, and they're both like, my dog is around 30 pounds, and then our little one, he's like 20. Uh, okay, you have yeah. a good range. You have a good yeah. range. Yeah. 
When you said little, my my mother has a um, five pound dog. So oh. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean that. Small. That's small. <laughs> so I your dog pile is them up if I need to. <laughs> yeah. And, and Paige, you have two, right? I do. I do. I have two. They're both right around 30 pounds, but according to the vet, they need to be around 25. So, <laughs> you know, we're working through things. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I have two. Two. One is a whippet and then the other is a mutt. And so the whippet is actually if anybody is has cats and is thinking about a dog, the whippet is the dog for you. They're the most cat-like <laughs> dogs. Um, and I've heard that from multiple people. So it's not mm-hmm. just my opinion. It's the internet's opinion, (laughs) (laughs) which, you know, is very sound. (laughs) We we have a mutt named Roomba about 80 pounds and uh, is a very dog-like dog. (laughs) Loves to jump up on you. And uh, because he grew up, he was was, uh, um, with the kids and we just picked him up constantly when he was a puppy. He kind of expects the same treatment. So we still... Mm -hmm. You know, carry him around the house. I mean, he happens to be 80 pounds. That's fine. Just, you know, <laughs> it's good. Exercise. He's in the right house to have yeah. you as an owner to be like, oh, yeah, 80 pounds, no problem. Come here. <laughs> that's exactly why we have the dogs the size that they are, because all of ours are masterminds at getting out of the house. Like, they mm. just, they, you know, they never like run very far. But especially my Australian Shepherd, she'll run out of the house and she's not coming back. So, like, I need to go and I need to pick her up. And so we, like, when we were getting dogs, we had to make sure it was a reasonable size to the point where we could carry them back to the house if need be. <laughs> <laughs> and I've done it several horrible. times. Yes, I understand. So. I just, I did that earlier today with one of mine. So I got you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well, the last thing that I had on the list was just help. Um, so I've I've had um, several people close to me this year have some some fairly significant health issues, and so I, I definitely feel like we should be thankful when our health is in a good position, or we do have good health. So I'll leave it at that. But but um, definitely agree. This has been random things we're grateful for <laughs> drum roll for the the last, last thing least. <laughs> last but not least take it away eliza oh thank you to our podcast listeners we have almost eleven thousand downloads and are heard on every continent except for antarctica and south america i believe and we're so working if you're on in those. Yeah. Spread the word. We're working on them. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I just got back from Colombia, so we need some listeners, uh, yes. listeners in South America for me, for sure. Yes, absolutely. So with that, uh, we'll just say Happy Thanksgiving, Paige. Happy Thanksgiving, Keith. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy, Happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, Eliza. Eliza. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Everybody, yes. If you'd like to find out more about our podcast, Wolfing Down Food Science, please check us out at NCSU's Food Bioprocessing and Nutrition Science website, where you can find our show notes, reference links, and more. You can find out more about NC State, our department, and FS201, the amazing course that has brought us all together, on our website as well. 
Please don't forget to subscribe to Wolfing Down Food Science wherever you stream your podcasts like Spotify and iTunes. Thanks for tuning in to Wolfing Down Food Science. See you next time.